Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Dear World Love Delilah's Thursday Tea Time Mini, a bite-sized bit of motivation and encouragement for those moments in which, well, a whole episode is too long for the time you have. No episode at all. Well, that's way too short. But half an episode, half an episode is just right. So, Thursday Tea Time Mini is me, you, my sweet and creamy cup of yoga tea, and the whimsical quote that is attached to the tea bag. Here's to this little moment, and I'm super glad that you're here with me. Let's get our tea on. Live each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit. So this little bite-sized piece of wisdom made me think of a conversation that I was having with myself the other day in my vehicle when I was driving. Are you a talk driver or a singing driver? Truth be told, I don't just talk to myself in my car. I talk to myself all the time. And I talk to other people when they're not there. (laughs) Notice, though, that I know that they're not there. I feel like that is a really important differentiation to make. Um, Yeah, but the truth is that I have some of my best arguments with others when I'm alone in my car. And I win them all, which is nice, but I don't win them all by as much of a margin as one would expect. So while driving, people probably look at me and think I'm crazy. While paused at a red light, I've been known to switch gears and pretend that I'm singing or to hold my phone up to my ear when I notice how crazy I must look, but I'm not ready to stop being my own special kind of self-talking crazy. So anyway, I was having a conversation with myself in the car uh, about this journey of mine, this crazy, lovely, challenging, spiritual human journey, right? This thing that we call life. Uh, One of the many, maybe, or, you know, our one and only perhaps, Um, But that which is broken into hundreds of thousands of smaller journeys, numerous lives lived within this one. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel that I am journeying to several places even in one day. The travel that is growth, that is change. Journey as in just kind of that path that we walk from one space to another. The space between the space between jobs, the space between relationships, the space between degrees or or credentials, uh, between gestation and birthing, between hurt and healing. And for me too, that journey from addiction to sobriety, from reacting to responding, from fear to courage, Uh, from where I am now to success. So we all live these various journeys, some more enjoyable than others, but all equally important, all equally significant. And I was thinking about my journey to kind of entrepreneurial success, entrepreneurial success, which for me is really defined as being able to make a living in doing what I love and what I'm good at, being able to work my own schedule, having time and money to spend with and on my family, 
maybe working a lot of hours, but without feeling like it's a lot of hours. And then maybe having a lot of hours off. You know, I want that for myself. I want that for my family. Uh, and honestly, I want that for anyone else who wants it too. You know, I've been there before. I owned my own very successful business, creating paper flowers for weddings and large events. And it was awesome. And it showed me that I, that it can be done, you know, that I can have it. So I'm on the journey again right now, uh, a new vision, a bigger vision. Uh, it's not happened yet. I am journeying. <laughs> I am in the space between. And if I'm being really honest with you, I, I mean, I have, I've been struggling. I've been struggling with feelings of, you know, self-worth and fear and doubt and insecurities. I've been struggling with this idea of failing. And then I've also been struggling with what it might mean if I succeed. I've been struggling to bridge the gap between where I am and where I want to be, what I'm doing and what I want to be doing. And I've been struggling with my own perception, my own translation of what that gap or those gaps mean to me. The struggle is real, y'all. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Um, it is, you know, the struggle is real. Uh, but the other day, something happened. The other day, something shifted for me. It was a Sunday. I woke up on my own, feeling rested and happy. I laid in bed with my warm and sweet and handsome husband, and we just sort of chatted. It was casual and it was pleasant. And then I kicked him out of bed so that I could do my 11 o'clock live with my ladies. Shout out to my Read, Share, Slave book club. That hour, 11 a.m. every Sunday, is one of my very favorite hours of the week. One of my favorite hours of all hours. I look forward to it every single time. So I kicked my husband out so that I could let my group of fierce, growing, reading ladies in. And it was awesome, as always. Uh, after that, I went, to the, I went to the grocery store. I went grocery shopping. Now, grocery shopping is not necessarily one of my favorite things in the world. Um, but I do, when I'm done, feel a sense of satisfaction a sense of accomplishment. Um, it, so it helps me feel productive and it helps me feel like I'm contributing to my home and my family. So it's a commitment an obligation, but there's also this little bit of comfort and joy that comes from it for me. But it's not like, ooh, ooh, I get to go grocery shopping. Like, woo, you know, it's not that. Uh, however, a trip to Michael's is kind of an ooh, ooh event, right? And as I pulled into the parking lot to go to the grocery store, I saw that Michael's had a sale going on. The best prices of the season sale, to be exact. Now, I haven't shopped at Michael's um, in a little while, but before that, I had shopped, I've been shopping at Michael's for years and years. My first business virtually revolved around Michael's and probably funded the store. <laughs> uh, I even worked there for a short time to support my habit. And I had never heard of their best prices of the season sale. Um, and I would have, right? Because I mean, paper is my cocaine. Did you know that? All things paper, scrapbook paper, cardstock, vellum, wallpaper, and then all the things that go with paper like fabric and hot glue and buttons. 
So yeah, paper's my cocaine. And who amidst cocaine users would pass up a cocaine sale? Like a best prices of the season cocaine sale, right? Who would do that? So I went to Michael's, naturally. Yes, I'm a recovering addict, but paper doesn't count. I bought six pads of paper. Six pads of different, beautiful, fun, high quality paper. And you know how much? It was 75% off. 75% off. I anticipate some paper flower making happening very soon. <laughs> then I went to the grocery store. I bought ingredients for chocolate chip cookies. The weather was nice. There was a breeze. As I drove, I spoke ideas into my phone because they were coming to me like rapid fire. And then that day, in this kind of random moment, I had this revelation. My direction was defined, which has been a really sore spot for me as of late. I've been on a real roller coaster, so I thought to myself, this, this day, this feeling, these types of activities, this is what I want my life to be like. This is my dream life. Beautiful weather, a wonderful mix between leisure and productivity. I thought to myself, if I didn't know better, I just might think I was living my dream. Like, if I didn't know better, I might think I was in the midst of living the life that I'm trying to create for myself. If I didn't know better... I might think I was living a day in the life that I've been imagining for myself. And then, and then it occurred to me, if you don't think about yesterday, and if you don't think about tomorrow, and this is me talking to me, this is one of those yous, like, I thought to myself, self, if you don't think about yesterday, and you don't think about tomorrow, okay, if you don't think about what you wish tomorrow is like, and if you don't spend time dreading returning to quote unquote real life tomorrow, if you pause and embrace this day, this moment, then you are living your dream life. In that moment, I realized I am living the life that I've been trying to create for myself. I am living a day in the life that I've been imagining for myself. And there it was. The now, my now, the magic of right here, right now, it was perfect. And the only time it became less than perfect was when I left it for another time. Like when I left it for what was or when I left it for what will be. But when I made an effort to be present, live in the whole concept of be here now, then I could accept the gift that the universe was giving me. And I could even take it as a sneak peek of the beauty that awaits. So my biggest fear, we're kind of switching gears, but not really. Bear with me. <laughs> my biggest fear is that I will get in my own way of being my very best. Keeping in mind, I was thinking about this journey. I was thinking about how that day I felt so awesome. How that day, uh, with a slight shift of perspective, I was living my dream. I had sort of arrived and it just felt so amazing. Um, and I felt amazing about even what was in store for me, right? And then there were also other days, <laughs> other days where I just felt really down, you know? 
And I'm just like this good day, that down mood didn't surround any specific event, right? Like on the good day, I didn't win the lottery. I didn't book a 10K job or client. I didn't get a letter saying that someone I didn't know passed and left me their $100 million estate or a bucket full of cash, right? So just like the amazing day did not surround anything particularly life-changing, the hard days usually don't either. So just as I woke up that Sunday feeling rested and optimistic, I can wake up other days feeling discouraged and afraid and just worried that I'm not going to get where I want to be or do what I want to do. And then I can take that thought and I can take that feeling, run with it, feed with, feed it. And I stay down and I don't see the beauty and I don't see the possibility or the potential. It's really, really interesting, right? And as I'm driving, I'm thinking, holy cow, <laughs> what a beautiful reminder and reinforcement of the fact that so much of how I feel about my life and so much of what I'm able to do in my life and with my life is completely and utterly determined by my frame of mind. So like, man, I'm thinking optimistically, I'm excited about possibility and everything about my day is great. You know, everything's awesome. Oh, look, I found these avocados at Aldi for like super cheap or, you know, oh, sweet. I have a full tank of gas. You know, am I making sense? My thinking about every situation, my interpretation, my interpretation, my translation of the details of my life, the occurrences of my life play a huge part in how I feel. Okay, so like the gas example, some days I can look at my gas gauge and be like, oh, I'm gonna have to get gas again in a few days and I don't get paid till next week, you know? And then other days, the needle is in the exact same place. And it's like, woohoo, I don't get paid again until next week, but I still have half a tank. You know, bah! <laughs> right? Like, how crazy is that? Reframing. Reframing. I have more control over the highs and lows in my life than I like to think sometimes. And there is such power in that. I saw this video and I know I'm not going to do it justice, but I still just kind of want to tell you about it. It was short. Um, it was a young man, maybe in his thirties. And he was telling a story about his grandfather and about his grandfather's perspective on life, about his ability to look at his glass half full. His grandfather had just lost his wife of like decades, right? But he was smiling as he sat there and talked to his grandson. And his grandson was the man telling the story. And the man said, you know, grandpa, it's amazing that you're able to stay so positive right now, that you can miss grandma so much, but still look at your glass as half full. So many people would see the glass as half empty, grandpa. And then his grandfather said, yes, but what a beautiful glass it is. I love that because some days I'm like, damn it, I need to put more money in my gas tank just to get to work. And other days I'm like, yay, I won't have to fill up my gas tank for another day or two. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the needle's in the same place. 
Um, but my frame of mind is not, you know, and then really what it comes down to when I get the chance, when I can remember what's more important is like, wow, what a beautiful drive I have, right? We write our story every single day, every moment of every day. We set the tone for our lives with every thought. My commute to work is about 40 minutes every day. I can look at it as a frustrating waste of time spent in the car behind the wheel when I could be doing something else. Or I can look at it as a lovely opportunity to be in the quiet and to gather my thoughts and prepare myself for the day. I can complain about how the morning sun is always, I mean always, never fail in my eyes. Or I can focus on the magical way in which it reflects off the dew on the grass, making everything look like it's covered in gold. You know, I can say, damn it, I'm not where I want to be. Or I can find the beauty in where I am. Grateful for the beauty that is in the space between. The journey. A change in perspective. So... With all of that said, I want also to say this. Sometimes we're down because we need to be down. Sometimes down is a message. It's a lesson. That's where the message or lesson is, the revelation. It's in our downness. It's in our sadness or our struggle. And that is okay. I'm not saying that you should never experience sadness or fear or frustration. I'm not saying that sometimes life isn't just freaking hard. You know, I think that what I'm trying to say is that sometimes it's level of difficulty. Sometimes the amount of difficulty or even the quality of difficulty has a lot to do with how we choose to see it, how we choose to approach it, life, and its various aspects and events. Sometimes the message we need to hear can only be found in our sorrows. I believe that. But sometimes, I dare say oftentimes, the message is that our sorrows are of our own making and that with a simple shift in thinking, our sorrows can become our joys. Well, that wraps up this Thursday's Tea Time Mini. I hope that you got from it something that felt like a breath of fresh air or a break from the regular hustle and bustle of your day to day. I hope that if you're struggling, this was the light at the end of your tunnel. And if you are already feeling great, I hope that this elevated your mood just that much more. Do you maybe know someone who needs what you got from this episode? Someone who could benefit from this little tidbit of motivation and inspiration? Well, taking just a few seconds to share it could make all the difference in the world for that someone and for me as well. So if you do share it, I'd be forever grateful. With that, I look forward to being here with you next week because life is always better with a friend and a cup of tea. Dear world, Sending you all the hugs and kisses. Love, Delilah.